like a party gathering after. And Paris Hilton is apparently DJing this at like some swanky club thing. I would uh-huh. definitely need a massage probably after <laughs> this gathering. So <laughs> is Paris Hilton still a thing? I don't know, you know, haven't heard about that for, oh, I don't really keep in touch with that. But I will tell you, speaking of conventions, who I'm so stoked about is that Sarah Blakely is speaking at doTERRA's convention. Do y'all follow her? I follow her on Instagram. Talk about an incredible businesswoman with a heart of gold, family woman as well. Like she's just kind of the all encompassing and she's the founder of the great brand Spanx. Mm Mm-hmm. Have y'all, Andy, have you ever worn some Spanx? Oh, every day. <laughs> every day. Wow. Just when you get on the Peloton, right? That's right. That's right. Yes. The thing I love so. about her story is, <laughs> is how parallel her story is to doTERRA's, mm-hmm. you know, like started out with on a shoestring. I think she had $50 to start the company. Yeah. And I mean, what is it? A billion dollar company now? I mean, billion. multi it's. And she was like hustling, like her early days, she's wearing a t-shirt she had made that had the name on it. And she was like selling Spanx out of the trunk of her car, you know, and like popping up shop and just like that total grind and hustle. Cause again, she started a business even before social media where it's like, Hey, your ability to get the word out about you and what you're up to. And so I'm so thrilled. She's speaking at the at convention. I hope all of you, or most of you, at least, I know not all of you can make it, but I hope many of you are planning to come convention. There's nothing like it, right? Being with great people and the products and the owners and the education and Sarah Blakely amongst it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be great. So, so cool. So I'm so excited for it. And hopefully everyone's gotten the word too, that at, at the gala, we're going to have one Republic. So, I mean, the cost of the convention ticket is worth buying just for entertainment at the gala. It's going to be off the hook. So cool. I love it. Lee says she's bringing, hopefully, an amazing massage therapist with her to convention. Find me, Lee, when you're in town, right? Yeah, seriously. If somebody set up shop and had a chiropractor and a massage therapist just after that convention, they would make a killing. Wouldn't they, though? Oh, man. Seems like every doTERRA, I mean, we doTERRA people, we love our self-care body work and especially chiropractic. Like we, every doTERRA trip, you know, like the incentive trip we were just at in Mexico, um, our, one of our new builders is a chiropractor and they were so busy. I mean, every other person is like, oh, I'm sore here. I'm hurting there. Could you help me? So just saying convention party if, if you're a chiropractor they might want to come mm-hmm. yeah good stuff well good morning everyone how are y'all we woke up today we're breathing we're breathing we can see and hear and probably smell delicious essential oils and you know welcome to a new day welcome to a new month so good So what's on your heart, my friend, or what's been percolating for you? Anything that's kind of up for you that you want to share? And then y'all, if you want to get in the queue, let's start populating some questions here on Facebook or here in the chat on Zoom. If there's questions that you have, you know, by all means, invite you to share them. But Andy, I'd love to hear if there's anything up for you or that you're seeing or experiencing or that you're thinking about. Yeah, the the event that I was going to share around convention 
Oh shoot, that's like click the wrong button. Um, is the essential emotions training. And and that's on the eighth, right? That is on the eighth. So that's at the Marriott downtown. City and what Lake. time are you doing that at? Uh, it's gonna be from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah. So you should still have plenty of time to do the campus tours earlier that day. You know, get yourself registered and uh, come party with us. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be really in depth. We're gonna go like, especially if you're interested in doing emotions, um, you know, offering, becoming an emotions coach, or if you're already using the emotions book, like this is gonna really speak to pract practitioners. <clears throat> um, we've been meeting so many uh, life coaches and therapists and um, just wellness advocates who are, are stepping into this role as an emotions coach and it's, it's serving their retail business. It's just, it's such a gift. So there's the link, uh, come play with us. Um, it's gonna be amazing. And we just added the live stream option or watch the recording option. So go click on that, check it out and come play. Love it. So what, what have you been thinking about these days? Oh, goodness. There's been a few things that are, have been, you know, kind of percolating. I've been reading this powerful book with my mastermind ladies called the law of divine compensation, right? Love this book by Marianne Williamson. And I know many of you may have read this. Have you read this book before? Have you read this one? I know Andy, you guys have, cause we've jammed on it a couple of times, but it's the book outside of, for me, the Holy Bible or scripture, um, that I've read the very most. And so it is so rich and juicy about just true principles around how you come back to love and to belief. And, and she's talking about in the section where we're at. So my mastermind groups going through this is one of the things that as just like some stuff we're talking about while we work together, but I just love her reminder about the power of, again, love over fear. Right. And I think that, gosh, that's so powerful. And especially right. Whether love over fear in your health, in your marriage, definitely in your money life, but how often I just think it's wise to look at how often is fear running your show or running my show. And I know for me, it's like, wow, how often fear wants to show up and coming back to love and trust in the spiritual sense of life, but specifically with money as she's talking a lot about her, what put Marianne Williamson on the map is a book called return to love. But for years, which is her interpretations of coursework called A Course in Miracles, right? And she was giving donation-based lectures for years and years. And she published this book, Return to Love, and it got on Oprah Winfrey's radar and Oprah supported it. And it, you know, got a lot of wildfire behind it, so to speak. And for her, then of course, changed the course of her life and so forth. But she talks about you know, the experience that, you know, for all the years before her book went live, she said the publishing of the book and how that changed her financial life and her trajectory and so forth. She saw it as more of a conduit of all the years of service, right. That were then becoming magnified through that. But she's just talking about like in her content here, she says the statement that you're paid for 
right? Not just your services, but for who you are, right? Think about that. It's like, what's the energy? And I just invite each of you to tap into what's the energy you're bringing to the planet, right? She says it this way, who we are, not just the services we provide creates money. And talking about the power of our energy and, and how we're showing up. And, you know, we talk about those principles here a lot of like show up to serve and add value and take great care of people. I was thinking about this last night as um, Natalie and Andy and I and some friends, just a few friends were together last night for a fun little barbecue and, and connecting and just seeing the manifestations of various things come to be. And I just think about how many, 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 many people y'all have blessed and touched. And I know you'll probably get probably squirmish about this, but just how much you guys over and over, and it doesn't get public acknowledgement, isn't on the big screen, isn't why you do it, but how many people y'all love and serve over the years that you've mentored, that you've given away? I mean, I have no idea, but you guys have given away so much product to people that needed it, right? And I think that just knowing, like, again, a lot of what you've created is because you're living into that law those laws of generosity and so forth. But she says this, um, and she's talking about this book being published, right? And she said, in 1992, I published a book called The Return to Love. At the time, I was a bit naive. I'd never spent time thinking about things like book contract, bookseller status, or book royalties. I was happy to live off the suggested donations from my lectures of A Course in Miracles right? She said, I didn't think about how well it might sell and so forth. And she says, there was a level of naivety to the life I was living before the book was published. I had never transitioned to the more sophisticated principles by which wealth is supposedly created. And as a consequence, I was blessedly unaware of them. There's no way in the world that my activities during those years would have been brought, would have been thought to be good for business because there was no business, but I was in my own way about my father's business. And then when the book was published, I saw that what I had done for love came back to me a thousandfold and more, such is the law. And I just love that, my friends. And she's, Marianne is Jewish, but she, The Course in Miracles uses Christian language. So when she says, you know, about my father's business, and for some of you might say about my father or mother's business or the universe's business, but she was just saying, again, she just showed up to serve and she just done in contribution and service and making that her focal point. I think when we come back to, there's always two things happening on the planet. There's spiritual law and then there's physical or external law, right? Like when I worked for Stephen Covey all those years ago, he would teach this. He'd say, all things are created twice, first spiritually and second physically. There's always two creations, right? And so creation begins first in our mind, in our heart, in our intention. So I just invite y'all to drop into what's your intention today or the month of August? How do you want to show up? And how much, you know, joy and, and love and kindness? It's like, I believe kindness is God's currency. That's my own little saying for myself. Kindness is God's currency when you're dealing with God's business. And when we get in the business of God's business, which is going to be love, kindness, service, goodness, the oils and doTERRA are a powerful vehicle that help people create health and wellness and change in their lives. But the way that you're share sharing them and serving with them, man, that makes 
all the difference, right? Is the love. And so just coming back to that is that intention, right? The power of intention and the power of prosperity principles and that you're living or leaning into like, oh, the law of the tithe or the law of generosity, reciprocity, whatever you call that. I was listening also to another favorite author on YouTube yesterday, driving down to y'all's home, Edwin Gaines work. And she has that book, the four spiritual laws of prosperity. And she's this cute Southern woman. And I was wearing a t-shirt yesterday that said pretty Southern. And I believe I'm Southern on the inside. And I know I wasn't born in the South, but listen, I'm just saying I am. Okay. You identify, you identify identify a Southern. I do very much. So, (laughs) so that being the case, she and I, so anyway, I was listening to her material and she was talking about the law of the tithe. And she talks about you tithe to where you're spiritually fed from. So, so some people that might be a church, but that's not always, she talks about tithing to a waitress who really poured some love and life into her or different things. Right. I know not everyone, of course, like, oh, you know, how we all navigate things spiritually and religion wise and things like that. So I do think that, you know, the aspect that it's just tuning into some true principles. So those are some thoughts that are up for me is just mm-hmm. coming back to, and, and the thought when I was thinking about getting on our, our call this morning and I dropped into what can I share today? I was just reminded of the law of the harvest, you know, and we collaborated and created a great video together many years ago. Some of you have seen that some of you may have not, but the law of the harvest is really just that we can lean into. It's like, ah, the harvest is coming loves the harvest. Your harvest is coming as you show up and go, I'm in the garden. I'm nourishing people consistently. I'm showing up. I'm taking the products. I'm becoming the healthiest version of myself. I'm working on that, right? I'm intentional about it. Not perfect, but I'm working on it. And, you know, I'm doing the things that help me create. And, you know, I'm showing up with, again, those, that intention, the harvest comes, that spiritual law will be, you know, it's, there's fulfillment to that. And so, you know, it's just beautiful to see, some of those principles play out, but I just invite you to come back to purpose, right? And come back to the joy. Like, are you loving sharing doTERRA with people? Because sometimes we forget that, right? We're like, oh, I've done it, you know, chop wood, carry the water. Yeah, I did this. I've been doing this for five years or seven years or 12 years or, or even, you know, 12 months or whatnot. But it's like, are you loving this? Like, are you, are you just loving it and coming back to purpose and that intention man, it it really is the difference maker. And you just never know when like those seeds that you plant over and over and over again, then it like all of a sudden there's this whole reservoir or this law of reciprocity. And it's like, man, it just comes. So anyway, that's my little church moment for the, for the morning, right. Of just like, what's up for me, what I'm thinking about is just leaning into spiritual laws and how we trust in those in our lives. So that's, what's up with me or for me. So, so good. <clears throat> well, we've been at church folks. Thanks for preaching it. I, I love everything you shared. And, and I love this idea that, you know, a lot of us have had team members who were building with us. They were running with us. They were um, on fire and then somehow the fire died and it's, it's either a, a low burn or it's gone. And the thing I love about what you've shared, Tiff, is our stewardship is our own fire. 
you know, what's um, our job is just to keep our passion, our purpose, our love um, glowing and growing. And that's it. And, and the fact is, if, if we tend to our fire, then everyone else's will grow as well. Like that's, it's just contagious when, when we're living our life on purpose, people see it and they want to be a part of it and they, they, they naturally come to it. So that's, that's the law of the harvest. And, and, um, and I shared the link to, to your video, um, that we just, it's still a classic. It's never, never grows old. So thanks for sharing it and bringing it. And somebody asked about the book, um, that you were reading from that was returned to love, right? This one is the law of divine compensation. Oh, that's when you were reading from. Yes. Her main book that got her again, like this is a subsequent book. Um, this is her main book that like changed the course for her is called return to love. Got it. <clears throat> so, so good. Yeah. Marianne is one of our all time faves. Some good gems. Love it. Yeah. So how can we serve y'all today? What's up for you? What are you needing? What are you uh, percolating on? Or what are you wanting to create or release or shift? Is there anything that's up for y'all that we can help you with today? Man, there's Come on, y'all. There were some truth bombs in there. <laughs> I'm just reading through. That principle of, of tithing too. I remember, I mean, I was, I was raised thinking that that's, that's just how God works. Like it's, it's all God's anyways. And so we give him 10% and, and he gives us everything. And, um, and it's been really cool to see how many thought leaders um, teach the same thing. Um, so Marianne Williamson, um, is one, um, gosh, I'm blanking this financial guy's name, the, uh, financial peace university, Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey. He always teaches tithing and, and how that's like the first spiritual principle of, of prosperity is to pay a tithe. Thank you, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so much power in that. And, and here's the thing is even, and again, totally respect, like that doesn't always, sometimes people hear word tithing and they think religion and religion isn't for some, you know, isn't everyone's path. And so respecting that, but the principle of it is so powerful, right? Is giving back and tithing and generosity. And so again, when she says, you know, tithe to where you're spiritually fed, fed from, you know, for some of you, that might be your, to, in your Sangha and you might be on the path of Buddhism and you go to weekly Sangha and you might be supporting that, or maybe there's a nonprofit or a group or something of that nature, but it's just the power of that, right? It's leaning into the experience of generosity and giving back and saying, okay, I mean, the way that I look at money is we're stewards, Right. We're simply stewards of deciding similar with our body or with our time, where we focus and where we flow that time or where we focus and flow that money or those resources. Right. And so it's just like, because all of us at some point, and I do not mean this to be doom and gloom, bad news, just awareness. 
at some point we're all graduating out of this mortal body called death, right? We're all, we all have an exit plan. We just don't know if it's, you know, in three months or in 30 years or whatever that's going to look like. And we aren't going to take any of our stuff with us or money. So it's just really consciousness of stewardship, right? Like what are we doing now while we're here with it? So that's something that I love to think about that. And it's like, hmm, yeah, just good stuff. I'm glad we're talking about some of these principles. Again, I highly recommend the book, The Law of Divine Compensation and the book, The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. If you're especially feeling fear in your money life, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling stressed about money, or if you're just feeling like, hey, I'd really like to grow, or I don't want to, I'm feeling guilt or shame about money. You know, money can bring up all kinds of emotional feelings both of those resources, as well as a third book called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles, I strongly endorse as well, that help you with the mindset and the healing of maybe some disturbance in your financial life. Because if you're having disturbances and stress and fear, right, all it's like anything else, it, it, it originates emotionally, right? And so how we get in there and address those things, that makes such a difference. So we've got Denise on with us live. So Denise, can you hear us? I can, can you hear me? Yeah, welcome. I can turn my video on, but it's a no makeup day. <laughs> hey, no judgment here. Yes, up to you. <laughs> Hi beauty, we're so happy you're joining us. Hi. Thank you. I just wanna get this science of getting rich written down. Thank you. I'm here. I'm present. So tell us what you wanted to talk about today. So um, I have been in a place of relaunching my business for a while, and I've come to the realization that the biggest thing that is holding me back is some fear. And um, I think I've come through a lot of it. And I, I really, I love what you're talking about with stillness and tithing and gratitude and all of those things because they are so important in my life and, and just trying to shift from in, being in that space of fear to what's the opposite of fear what, and, and how, how to get in that space of just the more positive and to acknowledge the fear and acknowledge it's there and to just be in that space of, okay, you're there. Uh, we've talked about this a million times. It's time for you to go. And to then turn and just really bask in that light and in that. Um, my massage therapist told me something on Monday that was so beautiful to me. She just expressed how she, much she's loving. She's moved to St. George and loves it there. And just all the positive things that are happening and she said I just live in this space of joy and then she went on to describe what that meant to her and it was so beautiful and amazing and she said if you think about it you've got joy j-o-y on this side you have Jesus and we're both Christians and so that really resonated with me on this side you have Y, which is you and that encompasses others and doTERRA is a relationship building business if that's what it's all about 
and my previous part of my previous experience with doTERRA was focused on the money and it was messy and everybody was doing their best to do what they wanted to do and create what they wanted and I'm just really in this place of I want this new experience to be joyful and to be um, filled with joyful relationships and to not worry about the money part because that is what always takes me down a path that teaches me a lot of great stuff and <laughs> I really want to be in that space of joy and so um, I just feel like I need a little bit of help of jumping from that space to the joyful space. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Wow. So um, how to get from fear to joy. It's a, it's a great question. And, and we just want to hold you in a space of, of love and, and thank you for sharing your heart. Um, so, so grateful. I'm sure that most of us on this call can, can relate hundred percent because we've, we've all been there, right? Like fear versus love, right? I mean, that <clears throat> it's, it's the choice at every moment, every, every day. So, um, so what, what, what about the doTERRA journey brings you joy? Oh, you know, when I started this 10 years ago, my husband and I had made a pinky promise and, you know, pinky promises can't be broken, that we would never, ever, 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 ever do another MLM because we had tried everything and um, it was just successful and it was uh, fraught with that whole look at all the great stuff you can buy with money. And when I, and I had, I'm a certified family herbalist, that journey. And so I had been introduced to some essential oils and didn't really care for them. And so I had kind of a negative connotation about them. I met my upline, Michelle LeBaron, who is um, no longer doing doTERRA at a little um, community thing with booths and her and I think it was Chelsea's sister that was giving out water with lemon or, or lavender and they gave me a sample after, you know, what do I want? I thought, oh, I like lavender, <laughs> nastiest tasting stuff. <laughs> I don't want lavender anymore in my water. I want lemon. <laughs> and that was just, I mean, that little experience just took me on this journey that was so fun and so amazing. We had a class. I made $40 and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Everybody that I invited came and everybody rolled. And of course, there was only two, but that was pretty amazing to me. And she said, you know, you should do this. And I'm like, you don't know what I just promised my husband, but sure, let's try it. And um, I had a class 
invited all my neighbors. I think there were 20 or 25 people that showed up and filled my room and we passed the wild orange around and someone said, where is it? And I looked over and my girlfriend next door with her husband were playing with the wild orange and just giggling and having fun. And it just, you know, it's so joyful to remember that. And Mm -hmm. my journey to premiere was fast. Mm -hmm. Michelle and I had so much fun. We drove town to Vegas almost every three weeks and met with people and started building there. And it was just fun and joyful. We met all kinds of amazing people. And then I went to Diamond Club. And all that I heard in that meeting, it was at the Marriott, it was a long time ago in Provo, was, oh, this is so hard. This is, this is hard. This will challenge your family. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. And um, I told Mark Garrett, you, you know him, and mm-hmm. he came up and he said, so how's it going? I'm like, this is what I signed up for. This is what I'm hearing. And I don't, I don't want to sign up for that. And that took me on a totally different journey than I had been on. So I really learned opposites and I stepped back from doTERRA after those hard things happened and hard things in my personal life and devastating things and just stepped back. And the beautiful thing about it is I have never gone a month without a check in those 10 years and so that is yeah it's sustainable it's beautiful it's amazing i love it and my husband has um been going through some really horrible um health experiences and is retired and i am my goal is to retire myself i'm not old enough to retire but I'm old enough to retire. <laughs> and so my goal is to retire and to have a retirement income where um, we can spend whatever's left of his life doing joyful things and having the money to do it with. And so I know in my heart and from previous experience that I can rebuild this business with ease and grace and fast because I've done it before. Every time I even think about doing anything with doTERRA, I have a moment of, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Make it simple, easy, and I'm going to do it. And it's going to take, it would take like 20 minutes to an hour. And I can't do it. I just, this huge fear just rushes up and stops me in my tracks and I'm done with it. I just, um, that song, Fear You Don't Own Me, is my motto. <laughs> and, and what is the fear? Fear of, of what? I think it, um, I think there's a lot of muddled stuff. Um, Rejection probably is a big one and just fear that it's gonna be the same experience as what I left, not the joyful experience that I know is possible. Mm 
but the old experience that where I chose to stop. So you're worried, you're, you're, the fear is rejection and the fear of quitting. Is that what you're saying? Fear of stopping? Um, no, the fear of it being hard and all the messiness. Um, uh, if I can find three words that would describe it all, it would be betrayal. Um, uh, rejection and abandonment. Mm. Yeah, there's no, there's no partnership there. Yeah. And I don't trust that partnership because of all the things that happened. Mm. Wow. Well, let's, <clears throat> let's start with some deep breaths. And gratitude for the self-awareness, right? That, that, that you've been given, you've been gifted this um, incredible awareness of, of what your spirit wants. You know, it wants freedom, it wants joy, um, you want connection, you want um, partners to run with. And, um, and so that's, that's a gift. So thank you, thank you for sharing. <clears throat> and I just have to say how grateful I am for all of those people who have been on my team and all of my upline who have supported me even in the messiness because I know in my heart that each of them were just trying to figure it out on their own and they had different tools than I have and different experiences and perceptions and I really have worked on forgiveness and staying out of judgment because they are beautiful amazing people and I just want to honor them and and that's why I just feel like that space of joy and gratitude is where I always want to be mm. and love because that those are the three words that I want my new business to be guided by and filled with So beautiful. I'm so glad you're getting clear on what you do want, right? What are, what are you moving towards instead of away from? So do you need your upline in order to create this, this business that you're envisioning? Do you need them to, to have partnership? Like, do you need them for no. anything? I don't need them for anything, but I would love to have, um, and Natalie has been awesome, so busy and so willing to support me and to offer, just text me when you need me. And, and so I have that. I think I just haven't been willing to let go of that. I need someone to partner with. I would love someone would love to enroll someone who would be like Michelle, who would run with me and we could build it together because that was so fun. I don't absolutely need that. I don't have to have that. I would love that. Yeah. Well, I'm so, so grateful that you're, 
you, you've already identified, like your heart has already led you through every answer you need. Like you already said that, you know, forgiveness, you know, like you've, you've already forgiven your upline for, for quitting, for stepping away and, and making you feel abandoned. Right. Like I, that's, that's the path right there is, is total and complete release. Um, somebody, somebody shared a quote with me the other day. They said, um, <clears throat> expectation is just premeditated disappointment. Yeah. And so, you know, when, when you bring that expectation to, to an upline, downline, crossline in any form, then you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. And so, um, and I love that you talked about forgiveness. Like we didn't bring that up. You, you knew it in your heart. You knew that was the path. And I, and I love that you're clear that you don't need your upline for anything, anything. So, so why do you think the universe is showering you with so much clarity about the type of experience you want, about the type of leader you want to attract? Like why, why is the universe just making your path so crystal clear? Because I know in my heart, this is what I have been and here to do. I've known it since I started, Dotera. And yesterday, interestingly enough, and this is all becoming so clear, so thank you. Yesterday, after thinking about what my massage therapist and I talked about, just getting in that place of stillness and out of the place of push, 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 and I gotta do this and this and this and this, and and the expectation. I love that you reminded me of that. And um, just getting into that space of ask for the next step and you'll be given it. And just let it be that simple, that's enough. Um, I get to choose out of all of the beautiful tools that are right in front of me and um, waiting that, for me to pick them up, I get to choose which ones I pick up, which ones are for me, yeah. which ones will benefit me in my style and in how I want to build with my partner that I've chosen, which is God, because mm. he is omniscient. And I'm not, and he knows those people who are ready for me. And I've just been in that space of fear and he can't help me when I'm there. Amen, sister. You just preached your own sermon to an audience of <laughs> one, which is you, who needs it the most. <laughs> so your, your life experiences, your clarity, <laughs> that's distilling into your soul 
is your playbook. Like the reason God has given you so much clarity is because this is how you get to lead. This is the team culture. This is the, the style of leadership. This is the, the character that you get to become. So that's why it's coming up so strong for you. And like you've, you've probably dodged and um, avoided in different forms. You know, fear, fear is just a, a nice way to avoid. And so you've, you've been able to do that for a while, but you, your soul couldn't run another day. And so that's why you raised your hand today because your soul is so sick and tired of running. So this is the gift. This is the gift that God has given you so much um, like specificity about where, where you get to go next and how you get to lead and how you're going to create this sense of, of passion and loyalty and, and partnership as you move forward. And God is your partner. I, I'm so grateful you said that because any type of, of um, expectation we bring to relationships with, with people in this life will be disappointing. And so, so choosing, God is, very well. choosing God as your partner and CEO is the very best step you could take. Yeah. Well, and what I didn't realize before that I realize now is that my desire all along has been to have him as my partner, but I've spent the last probably five, six years in figuring out what that really meant to me. And so that, that wasn't wasted time. And the, um, the idea that everything I've been doing has been exactly perfect all the way along, even though I stepped away from doTERRA on purpose. It was purpose. And I came back and stepped away and came back and stepped away. And each one of those times was purposeful. And there were things I was learning on purpose. And even though my friend, she's in a space where she thinks, okay, I've had my time with doTERRA. Now this is what I get to do. Um, and yesterday when I said to God, okay, I, I'm choosing that I don't have to do doTERRA. And this morning I woke up and I just knew I had to get on this call. And it's just, I think I get a second time with doTERRA. In fact, I think I know, I know I do. And it's up to me to keep going and choose in again and again and again, because it's, there will be challenges. There were challenges when we were having so much fun and, and it will be okay. Yeah. It'll be okay. Amen, sister. I love the wisdom that's just pouring through you um, because you know, like, you know, the way and um, 
thank you for for listening to that voice that invited you to to ask the question today um and asking is just a little formality right because the answers were in you all along and and here we are all of us learning from you and i you know you are me i am you um like all of us are see ourselves in you um in fact i've thought about writing a book um called why i quit doTERRA because Natalie and I have quit so many times. We have gotten so you know, disappointed by, by leaders or by corporate or by you know, just different experiences. And, and so, so we quit. And then we have the same experience you're having now where your spirit just drags you back to the arena and says, how could you, how dare you, right? Like you were made for so much more. And, and so I'm just feeling you and, and seeing myself in, in your journey. And, and I know that, you know, all the comments and, and love that you're getting on the, on the chats are same thing. Like we're just feeling you. Tiff, I'd love to hear what, where, where your heart is and what you would have to share for Denise. Oh, this is so rich and so good. And Andy, thank you for sharing the, the real talk too, that you and Natalie have felt like quitting many times as well. I mean, that's the truth of, of longevity. I mean, it's just like, how many times have you emotionally, you know, like moved out and then recommitted, you know, like, I don't mean you do that physically, but long-term marriage, long-term business, long-term anything. It's like the real talk of, Ooh, we get to work on some good things. So Denise, thank you for your vulnerability and your realness. And while you were first speaking, I haven't pulled this out in probably a year or more, but I had at one time a client, I believe she's in doTERRA. Yes, she is. She's in doTERRA who had, she got, she was in my success Academy program and she had this made for me after a conversation we had, she had this artist draw this and sent it to me. And so I just pulled this out and see if you can all see this. But it's a woman having tea with her fear. And the question at the bottom, I don't know if you can see it because it's so pretty in calligraphy. It says, What's, what are you here to teach me? And I invite you to friend your fear. Just stay present with me. You can come back and take notes just so you can receive because we're recording this. But I think for all of you is ask and write down that question is, what's this here to teach me? Because when fear's on the scene, our reptilian brain says what when we feel afraid? Run. Run, fight or flight, fight or flight, run, get away from the fear, back away, withdraw, sit down, hold up. We're going to wait, 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 before the fear moves. Once the fear moves on, then I'll take the action. Then I'll really engage. Then I'll really go for it, right? And we wait and fear is, a, is, can be, is a great, great teacher, but fear un, unexplored can really just be a catalyst for procrastination. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely that. Yeah. So it's like, okay. I'm going to wait till my fear goes away and, or, and you've got some other emotions woven into that you talked about. 
rejection, betrayal, some past things in relationship. But anyway, I just love this image. It's like, I want you to, rather than keep running all of you from your fear, is I want you to sit down with it, get out a journal. Maybe it's a cup of tea, maybe not. But it's just like emotionally, it's like, what are you here to teach me? Because you know what, honey, your fear is going to pop up no matter what, whether you do doTERRA or not do doTERRA fear, it's some is going to keep, is going to find you the weeds return. But I think it's reframing fear because fear now to me is like, Ooh, there's something juicy here. I get to learn. I'm on the cusp of a breakthrough when fear is up. Fear only shows up when something to me, it's like, I'm going to grow usually, right? I'm going to be vulnerable or I'm going to put myself out there. And that's growth. So for me, often when fear is on the scene, I'm on the cusp of a breakthrough. And so for me, it's rewiring how y'all see fear, how I see fear and experience it. Because if you don't explore it and sit down with it and say, teach me, then we do everything we can to avoid feeling it. And we often go withdraw, wait. I'm going to wait till I have all the answers or I'm going to feel perfectly great, confident, or whatnot before I move forward. So you've already, I think you're in some great space. I do feel strongly about elaborating to something for you and for everyone, because again, we're on the cusp of this, is you don't, number one, you don't have to do doTERRA. It's a choice. And again, I love partnering with God and it's a choice, but to come back to the joy and maybe you could see your doTERRA business as an outlet of service. Because sometimes where we get it wrong is we come to it and we want to get all of our emotional needs met. I feel significant. I'm loved. I'm popular. I'm wanted. I'm desired. I'm cared for. You know, it's all the stuff like uplines naturally y'all in any company, whether someone's corporate network marketing, you know, our, our, some of our wounds can get triggered. People don't show up for us perfectly. They disappoint us or hurt us. But if we could come with clear intention to like, I'm showing up to serve, and this is my space of service and joy versus I'm coming here to be like, validate me, validate me. Am I important? Am I needed? Am I included? Am I wanted? Am I loved? Right. Nothing wrong with those needs. We all have the needs, but sometimes where we get ourselves in trouble is we're saying, gosh, I need so-and-so to behave a certain way for me to feel good, for me to feel loved, supported, and connected. And while those things absolutely can happen in great relationships, I think it's being clear about the intention, you know, my own business path. It's like my own business path, man, I've so much joy. And when I come to purpose, it's so beautiful, but my own business at times with relationships in my business has broken my heart too. people that from, you know, one year praising my, my, you know, my name to then speaking ill of me. And that was heartbreaking. I get it. Or they show up. Don't, you know, it's like, but it's like your intention and your purpose is choosing in for it. But it, it, but business is like having a baby, honey. And sometimes it's painful and messy 
and challenging. And it's also incredibly purposeful and joyful to give birth to. So I think it's more as I get clear as, do you feel called to this? Do you want to do this? To lean into it from that place and to choose it. Like I choose this and I choose to serve here and to show up and in this way as it's all just simply a choice. But I will tell you whether with or without doTERRA, these life lessons are going to keep tracking you down. So even if you're done with doTERRA, you learning how to work through your fears or work through feelings of hurt, or like Andy said that, you know, I love that sometimes expectations are premeditated, you know, resentments or disappointments. I forget exactly. How did you say that, Andy? That was so good. I know it's in the chat box. Disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. That expectation, like learning some of these life lessons, friends, like they're going to keep tracking you down. So the important thing is I'd like to have invite y'all to sit with, what is this here to teach me? What's the life lesson here? And asking and listening to your heart sometimes is the life lesson, which is like, is this my path? And still, I want to do this. And do I choose to do this? And if so, coming at it from the energy of like, I'm showing up to serve and joy. That helps me when my own fears of rejection are up. Showing up to say, I'm going to show up to serve. Powerful way for me to neutralize a lot of those fears because it's not about me. See, if I show up to serve, if you say yes and enroll or don't enroll, right? Or like me or don't like me. It's like, if I show up to serve you, how you, you know, your outcome and your choices aren't really then I'm just the, the catalyst or the guide that I want to make the offer. I want to bring the gift. Hopefully I, if that has some resonance, like it helps me keep things clean versus like, Hey, I'm showing up, but gosh, I really need you to behave in a certain way or give me a certain response or say yes, or sign up or check in on, you know, all the things versus like, if, if I show up to serve with really, that's my intention, how someone else behaves, chooses, doesn't choose, however that looks then I don't ever need to take it personally. Now, what I just said sounds really succinct and easy, right? Not as always easy to practice, but truly coming back to that is like, honey, this is an incredible company, an incredible product. And if it's right for you that you want to do it and you say, yeah, cool, do it and honor it. Know that you're going to still get to practice. The fear is still going to show up at times, especially as you're on the cusp of new breakthroughs from silver to gold, to platinum, to diamond. Like they don't, these lessons, they don't go away. (laughs) You can ask Andy that, like you still get to practice them. You have more tools though in the toolbox and maybe more experience behind you to say, we'll work through this. It's okay. What do you need? Sweetheart. It's another favorite question of mine you know, again, what do you, what's this here to teach me? I also love to ask myself, what do you need, sweetheart, that I can show up for myself? All of you write that down for me, would you, is what do you need, sweetheart? And that way, when your own fears get triggered or you're feeling lonely or left out or, or you're feeling discouraged that maybe things aren't moving as fast as you'd like, that you can show up in a self-soothing way for yourself. Does that help? So one of, um, some of it was really, um, oh, I guess the word resonates is the best for now. Um, one of the things that I've learned through all of this is just that I don't have to do doTERRA. 
I don't have to do doTERRA like anybody else. I think that there's a overarching um, maybe expectation that people kind of buy into of, I have to be just like this presidential diamond or this double presidential or triple presidential diamond. I, that's where my success comes from. That's where my success in doTERRA comes from. And what I've learned on this path, and I, I have two statements that help clarify it for me because I truly believe that we're here on this earth for a journey. It's a learning journey. And when we die, we take all of that knowledge of opposite with us. And really that's what we're learning is what does what does fear look like? What does love look like? What does joy look like? What does heartache look like? And we're taking that with us. And so I remember telling someone one time, one of my uplines, you know, I don't know if I'll ever be blue diamond, but I might get to be. And so for me, the clarity has come with these two statements. Am I on my purpose path or where am I on my purpose path, path versus where am I on my doTERRA path? And my, and when you separate it in that way for me, um, I love what some of our top leaders have created and what they've done for this business. And they, um, generally speaking, have become, for me, what is doTERRA. I have specific leaders that I look to because what they do and how they do it really resonates with me. But when I look at what my purpose path is, it includes doTERRA. And I have made that decision because I love the product. I love the company. I love what the people and the organization itself are here representing for everyone on this earth, this planet that wants to reach out and take hold of that hand. I wanna be a part of that. But there are so many other things that I am being guided to right now. So I get to integrate that into what is my purpose path and what I get to do in a very beautiful way. And Again, I would love to be Blue Diamond. I would love that. There are great benefits from that, including the relationships that you build with that, the financial relationships you build with money with that, and all of the beautiful things that you have an opportunity to do. But that may not be on my purpose path. I think my purpose path will always include doTERRA because I love it so much but I get to really listen to my heart now. I get to really be in that stillness every day and ask the questions that are coming to me. What do I do with this idea? What do I do with this idea? How do I integrate doTERRA into that idea when it's right? And how do I make this choice of moving on my purpose path with doTERRA included how do I make it as beautiful as I can? And I love all the things about that we talked about with fear. And I love 
the idea of sitting down and becoming friends with fear because I totally agree with you. I think there is some stuff I have not been open to hearing because I've been afraid of fear. And what, why should we be afraid of fear? It is a great teacher. And so I'm going to take that challenge and sit down with a cup of tea or a cup of chaffee. My favorite drink is chaffee. It's brewed chocolate. And um, see what it teaches me. Mm-hmm. I love all of this. Love it. And can I offer you a challenge too this week? Because you're willing to do all the emotional work and you're in it. And I love that. And I acknowledge it. But will you also reach out to 10 people and connect with them and nourish them? Because as much as it's like, again, it's this balance of our self-work and then we show up for others too. Because part of, again, how we move this forward is, you know, the business, you're all in the business of connecting and contacting. So I'm not even saying you're calling 10 people to quote, sell them something, but connect with them. And yes, maybe some of your questions are, you know, where they're at with their health or, you know, I'm loving this new product. Could I send you a sample of it? Or however you want to navigate that, that you already know how to do that because you've done it in the past. But if, are you willing to take that on too, that you'll nourish at least 10 relationships this week? I'll answer it in this way. Because something that I learned recently and being in the space that I am with everything that I'm dealing with. Um, I will agree to do that in the best way I can. And that may be a prayer for 10 people. That may be the best thing I can do right now. Is that okay? No. So I know that's maybe a little uncomfortable and you can pray for them, but I want you to have a breakthrough. And part of praying for people while it's loving, and I get the energy of that, you can. If you're serious about, I want to break through the fear, I want you to start moving and putting yourself in movement, right? Rather than I'm going to wait until I'm perfectly clear. Like my sense is for you is you're wanting to feel perfectly clear, confident, and healed with all the stuff before you're going to move forward. Now, you don't have to take on the challenge. It's just that I believe that here, if we're going to do work together, we're here for breakthrough, not just to talk about nice ideas that feel good. And we come here and feel good. I'm here for growth. I'm in coach mode. Realize I'm not in girlfriend mode that just says, oh, you know, coach mode says you're here for growth. So one of the words that came up in, um, in a recent coaching session was the word push. And first, I just wanna thank you because these calls have been a lifeline for me in figuring out how, figuring out the messiness that um, I've been living in. And I'm finally able to feel I'm finally choosing into being able to feel positive joy and 
all those other beautiful things that, and words that would describe the opposite of fear. Push has come up as, um, I have always felt like I had to keep pushing and pushing and pushing to the point of physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual exhaustion. And I've been in a place where I have literally asked God to please remove me from this planet because I can't, I can't do anymore. There are people in my life that are asking me to do more than I can. And the only way to get through this is for God to help me. And so I give him so much every day. And to be very honest with you, I am in a space of allowing him to guide me. And he is the one that gets to challenge me. And I just am in, I am being guided to this place of stillness to listen to him. And I don't have to do the word push anymore. I don't have to push for a rank. I don't have to push for 10 people. I get to be in flow. I get to be in a gentle place of flowness that is who I am. Mm -hmm. I am. I am powerful. I am a person who loves deeply, feels deeply, and I hurt deeply. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And I haven't this morning, so that's a really good reminder. But yesterday, I asked God who I could serve. And immediately, I can't even tell you how many people popped into my head. And it was okay for me to just send them a little emoji that said, I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Or I love you. Or I'm looking forward to water aerobics tonight with you. That was an amazing, beautiful experience for me that I haven't had in over five years. Because relationships were hard, horrible, hideous, icky, don't even make me go there. Women are mean, women are cruel. I can't trust them can't trust anybody that's not a happy place to be but through it all I knew that God was there he was helping me I was learning and I was I was growing and there was purpose for that so right now for me to agree to this is challenge and I want you to do it and and please don't take this as um, I'm unhappy with you or anything like that it's it's simply more clarity for me, because that has a place, what your um, challenge has a place. And I get to choose 
how I'm going to respond to that challenge. So I'll take on the challenge and I'm going to take it to my partner and he will help me to be able to do that. And one day, maybe I will, maybe I won't, but one day I might make a list of 10 people that I reach out to in that very way. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. And again, I appreciate your vulnerability. And I'm also so fine when people say no. I just think that part of if we're saying, I want to grow my business, we have to take action, right? Is that we, absolutely. so when you're saying, if I want this, then just don't expect that if we're not doing the, the actions, it's like, I have a beautiful garden that's blooming here and in my home here in Utah. And, but I have to nourish that for that outcome. The harvest doesn't come with just thinking about the garden. It does have to require that. And again, that doesn't have to feel to me I love the journey of nourishing and connecting. And it sounds like you were doing that yesterday and sending people positive, kind things. I just think that I want to help you get what you want. And if you're saying, I want to grow doTERRA, then that's the challenge that I was giving you is not to push you or to make you feel like, oh, I'm not doing this or that. I just was taking your lead that you said you wanted to grow doTERRA. And that requires, it's just any business, right? Relationships, our health, our wellness require effort, not necessarily hard work, right? I agree with you with the mindset of hard work or feeling pushed and stretched, but it was just some, some offering of helping you get where you are claiming you want to be. And so when you're ready and when you it's, but just give yourself the awareness, you may not ever feel perfectly ready or perfectly over the fear, but when you're saying, yeah, I really want to engage and I want to see the zucchini and the tomatoes and the watermelons. And I want to see silver and gold and those things. If you choose them, you know, if that those are the choices that you want, then yes, we will be putting in some effort, but effort to me, like I love the journey of gardening, not just the harvesting. I love contacting people and nourishing them and sending out good stuff. So thank you again for your big heart and your sharing and your courage. Again, I love the question, what's this here to teach me when things come up for me? I'll let Andy take this. I have a coaching client here at my home that's been here for about 15 minutes, so I do need to hop off. But y'all, thank you so yes, much for real talk and, and bringing your hearts. We so love you bringing your hearts, right? Is that we can have you know that real talk together. So have a great rest thank of your you. week, everyone. Okay, thanks, Tiff. So uh, there's just one last little um, share that I had before, um, before we hop off today. Um, <clears throat> so I had, uh, we, we have a, a really awesome leader on our front line who has three really young children. And, um, and we, were, we were talking about parenting and how in the parenting journey, um, we're, you know, inevitably we end up hurting each other. Like our kids hurt us, we hurt our children. Like it's, and I'm, I'm not talking about like serious physical harm. I'm just talking about like emotionally, there's in every relationship, there are scars and, and it happens. And, and through tears, um, this, this sweet couple, she just asked the question, you know, how can I avoid, like, what can I do? What can I learn? I'll, I'll do anything to avoid causing pain. 
Like, what can I do so that my children don't get hurt by me ever, ever, ever? And I, you know, I, I really dropped in my heart. And the, the answer that came through me was, you can't. It's part of what you signed up for. Like when you chose to be a parent, you also chose to give your children the gift of, of learning through the pain that will come. Like you can be the very best parent, you can give it your very, very best and there will be pain and there will be hurt. And that's, that's part of the message that I'm feeling today for you, Denise, is we can sit back and we can try our very hardest to engineer the pain out of relationships. We can do our best to engineer the, the work out of, out of life or, or the fear out of interactions. And it's never gonna work. At the end of the day, like this is the path that you sign up for. You signed up for opposition. You signed up for the path where people get hurt and some <clears throat> um, fall off the path and there, there is loss. Loss is part of this path and you signed up for it. So I just wanna invite you to you know, embrace every part of the path to love it anyways, like to feel the fear and to do it anyways, to feel the hurt and to love again. And, and so <clears throat> I just wanna invite all of us to know that even, even though the path has hard things and even though we, we struggle, it is so worth it. It is so, so filled with every good thing and every good thing that I've ever experienced <clears throat> has come from effort. It's come from, from striving and struggle. I mean, this is, this is the journey, this is the path. You know, I have a, I love what you're saying. I really, really do. And I have another, um, something I was brought to about um, about a week ago. It's in the, for people who read uh, the Book of Mormon, it's in the Doctrine and Covenants, it's section 84. And I was trying to find it, but it talks about the lilies and how God, how beautiful they are and how God takes care of them and he feeds the birds. And what I was taught in that moment is, I think it's the opposite of striving um, because sometimes we get so caught up in striving, not that it's a bad thing. Hear, hear what I'm trying to say, please. We get so caught up in striving that we forget that there is a higher power that will take every hard thing, every challenge that we're dealing with. And, though, and you're absolutely right. That's part of the journey. They will always be there. And it's our response to them which is important and so when we when i have found myself over these last few years in that place it brought me to 
reaching out more to my partner, God, reaching out more and asking more questions and pushing my faith. And I read an article again, for those of you who are of the Latter-day Saints um, faith, it's an article by Elder Rasband who talks about miracles. And I have a personal source that also talks about miracles for me. And it says specifically in the scriptures and in the Elder Rasband's talk and in my personal source, so that's three witnesses for me, that miracles come after the trial of your faith. So in my um, desire to share doTERRA and meshing that with the other three or four things that I have been just soulfully guided to. And I think that's been my biggest challenge is I, I don't want to be like you, Andy. I love what you and Natalie have done. It, it has been a guiding beacon of light for me in my doTERRA world. But how do I take my doTERRA world and mesh it with what I'm being called to do? Because I don't want to leave doTERRA behind and I'm not going to. But how do I mesh it with my music and with my I love the emotions part of the essential oil? How do I mesh that? And so I I have ceased to strive and chosen to be in stillness and chosen to allow God to guide me. And the more I've gotten into that stillness and the more I let his light come into me and guide me and be peaceful with all the turmoil around me. I have felt such guidance just, and I'm so grateful for what Tiffany was saying and it's all processing so quickly. And what you guys are saying to me and what the few things I've been able to read online, thank you for your support because it's becoming so much clearer to me. This is exactly what I needed today. Just the clarity of, how I can do this. And I, I'm sure that one day I'll, I'll reach out and maybe I'll make a list, but I'm being guided to people in a different way. And I think that right now for doTERRA, we've, I've been listening to some of the things that, that have been in trainings recently. And, and I can't remember them all, but basically doTERRA, the time is now. It's a new doTERRA, it's a new time to connect and so how about a new way to connect and instead of this may be blasphemy in the doTERRA world instead of making a list of 10 people how about going to God for that list how about asking him to make that list and maybe it's only three people maybe it's only one for that day or that week but that relationship for me the relationship is the big big word right now build the relationship because I've been in a place where I didn't want relationships. I didn't even want a relationship with my family. It was hard for me, but now I want that. Now I know that I, what I've learned, I can put into practice. And maybe there are people out there who, who've been in the same place I have with just go away, leave me alone. I want to crawl into a corner and hide. And, and me and God are the only ones that are allowed in there. And I just encourage you to open up to that idea that it's now safe. God will guide you, yeah. take his hand, he will help you through the mess, he will help you push away the things that that are hard for you, he'll take that on, he'll take anything on that you want him to take on, 
You just have to hold his hand and walk with him. If you have enough faith, you have enough trust, he'll help you through the whole thing. Yes, you've got to do the action because eventually if he says, Denise, call Nora and tell her you're excited about tonight. If you don't do that, then you're not following the prompting. If you don't pray for someone when you get that prompting, you're not going to get the blessing that's attached to that. So sometimes we're in a place and with the pandemic, there's, I feel like there's a lot of people who are in the same place of fear of connecting, fear of reaching out, fear of being safe in another person's presence. That's okay. Yeah. Just take it one step at a time. Let your heart guide you and you'll be okay. Amen. Thank you. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Denise. Thank you for raising your hand and, and be willing to share your heart. And I know it's blessed me and, and I'm sure it's blessed um, everyone else who's, who's listened today. Um, I can tell from I've had at least 10, I've had at least 10 breakthroughs through the process. I've got great notes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, when you're making your list, like God is the best partner to make that list with, you know, and, and, that's, that's probably the best question to start every day with is, is God, who would you have me serve today and how, you know, it's, it's, it's not about knocking out how many names on a list. It's about, you know, and, and I think that's the prayer that God answers the fastest is who would you have me serve today? So I, and it, it is, it's all about the relationships. So thank you for sharing and, and thank you for, for being on this journey. Um, like you said, doTERRA is a vehicle, but it's not the end game. Like it's, it's the, your why shouldn't be doTERRA and Emily Wright shared this on, on a recent trip. She was like, like you, you should have a bigger why than doTERRA and doTERRA should be a vehicle. It can be a vehicle that can fuel your dreams. And so whether that dream is in music or in emotions or, you know, it, it, it's always going to be about lifting others, right. And, and inspiring and, and, and helping them be the highest and best version of themselves. So thank you, Denise, for, for being on with us today. And, and thank you for being a conduit for so much light. Um, thank you all for, for being on with us. And, um, and it's, uh, it's a gift to share this space. So we're, we're all cheering for you and um, sending lots of love. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Okay, see y'all next week. <laughs>